welcome back to season two of Not Everyone Gets a Trophy with Amy and Mo, recorded live from SB Studios. Well, good morning and welcome to our show, Not Everyone Gets a Trophy with Amy and Mo. Thank you so much for being with us after last week's episode, which was a hit. Oh, it was great. Um, I've gotten so many inquiries. Inquiries? Is that how you say it? Yes. On, um, In your best uh, English. Yes. On equine therapy and what it was, what it is, and just the perspective on how it, you know, it taught me a lot, right? Initially, I thought it was like, let's go ride a horse, right? And, and it wasn't. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So, it, you know, coming off of that, it's hard because it, it was so exciting to have somebody. So I am looking forward to getting more people on the on, on our episodes and, and, and giving more information. But today we have a really good, cool, cool topic. Right, Amy? Well, we have a debate going on. Yeah. And I think it's a big one because Amy and I, and I think this is, this conversation that we were having about. You're going to get me fired up. But this is how this came about. Like we were always working together and it was conversations like this that kind of brought us together and say, you guys, you guys just. Go, go talk somewhere else, all right? Because we would spend time talk, like just talking about, you know, whether we should follow the rules or the expectations. Like which one should we do, right? And you would say, no, the rules. And I'd be no expectations. Like just random things. Yeah. Um, but today's topic, you want to introduce it? So we are in a debate about respect. We have different opinions and which values. Opinion, opinions is fine. We all can have our opinions. Well, and we have different perspectives on how this works with respect. Right. And, and the word itself is, is the word respect, that we're having a little bit of, not conflict, but I think it's, it's, it's good to open up the conversation about words. I'm big on words. And when things don't match, a lot of times it's because we're not using the right feeling or the word to try to express what we're trying to say. And if we're humans, we we communicate through words, among other things. But check it out. I'm going to give the definition of respect so the viewers understand a little bit of where I'm coming from. And then you can, you can tell me what your own definition is, I guess. I don't know. Well, I don't have a, like, Webster's Dictionary in front of me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, so. but I'm just giving you, if you pull up, if anybody in the audience just pulls up, the word respect definition, it comes up with... You're not on Wikipedia, are you? No, 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 no. <laughs> You should see what my name says on that. <laughs> Tell us. But it's a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. Here's another one. Admire something or someone deeply as a result of their abilities, qualities, achieve achievements. Okay. I, I heard all of that. So if that is the definition, what I, when I read this, when I heard about this, I'm like, wow, maybe that's why I have such a problem when people have told me, respect this, respect him, respect, respect your elders, respect different kinds of things. Because it, it wasn't that I had an admiration for for that person. So you can't force me to respect them. I can be kind. I can be nice to them. I can do all these things. But to tell me 
respect them. I feel like that's 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 forced. So, I, of course, I'm in opposition with how you're viewing this respect issue and feeling like you're you're obligated to respect someone. And I think for certain reasons at certain ages, we there has to be a demand for respect. Mm-hmm. So, like I was saying, I am a mother. I have five kids. And, you know, they range from 9 to 21 years old. Here I go, aging myself. I love doing this. And you, and you got grandkids too. <laughs> and I have two grandbabies. <laughs> so at 41 years old, I have educated myself. I have grown through life. I've had a lot of life experiences. And so I feel like also physiologically, my brain is a lot more developed than my nine-year-old daughter mm-hmm. or my 16-year-old cool kid son. And so I feel like that should be a respect factor in itself. Like my kids may not like me, but they should respect me for all of the years of experience, education, uh, trials, tribulations. They should, they should just do that. But, but you're trying to, so you said like, well, maybe they should love what you do. But they not my, like they might not respect what you do though, right? And I'm not saying for you, for just think of somebody who, I don't know who, who does something outside of what you do. Like, I I I love what my dad does. He's a musician. He does all these things, and 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 I saw I I did the respect did come through. I can't do what he does, and I feel like a lot of it is because I, I admire that because I can't do it. But if he were to be something and I didn't have the relationship with him, hypothetically, I, I wouldn't respect him. So I think that's different, Mo. Like, of course, as you grow through life and you learn different different things about people mm-hmm. that you don't like or it holds no value in your life, it doesn't make any sense to you. So for, so for my, my, my five and six-year-old, I can't demand respect. Yes, of course you can. I can say it. I can say you need to respect me. Sure. You teach them that. But, but they, they're not, their brains aren't fully developed enough to even make those decisions. But I have to be something of deep admiration to them, hypothetically. You're their father. For You're them their to, provider. But that's something that you can't teach to a seven-year-old. Like Between zero and seven, I think they will see the admiration. But I think the biggest problem is when we're in school and high school. And they tell me, or they told me, you need to respect the teachers. You need to respect them. And I'm like, for some reason, it never clicked. Never. Until I really started thinking about what this word meant. I had no admirations whatsoever for these people. I think what they meant to say is follow the rules and, and, just, and just be nice to them. If they would have said that, I would have been like, yeah, that's it. That's it's well. But to respect. Well, that's just another way of saying respect, Mo. No. I, I, so that's, that's where I, that's what I'm telling you. Like you have, you have the decision-making skills to decide, yeah, I like that or I don't like that. But because in that, in, in school, in that profession, this teacher has an education level to be able to teach you or give you an opportunity to learn things that are going to make you better, more educated, uh, increase your critical thinking skills and like open the doors to 
the the other things that you're going to move on in life, and you should respect them for that. And I think that's why that's that's where you, the you're 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 assuming that that's what they're doing. I think on paper that's what they're supposed to be doing, but if they're not doing that, right? I'm not going to respect them because there's been a lot of teachers who honestly I knew they didn't care. But it was still forced on me to respect them. And I'm like, look, I'm seeing them. But that's your perception. No, like if they're late, if they treat different, like if they treat different races different, like, and you still f- try to force on me that respect. That's where I guess it never clicked. Maybe because I went to like a high school that had 4,000 people and a lot of gangs, a lot of violence. But I, I mean, just the word respect to me now, it means something else. Okay, so I can I can understand where you're coming from as far as like you seeing things that are not making sense if someone isn't performing at the expectation that they signed up for, right? So mm-hmm. a teacher is supposed to come, provide education, um, a safe learning environment, stuff like that. So I think there can be just like a level of respect, but just the fact that this person does show up to give you an opportunity to gain something that should be respected. No. Why not? Okay, here's the thing. Naturally, what do I respect? I respect Kobe Bryant, right? I respect, like, Messi, the soccer player. Um, like, they're, naturally, I respect Why? because of what they've done for the sport. Not just them, right? They, they've understood that and in, in what they've done for it. They've developed into making the sport, like, amazing. I respect that. That's 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 an amazing achievement, abilities for them to do that. What do you gain by that? Nothing. And that's why I respect. Like, I respect. That's how respect was created for me. Like, I was like, wow, I can admire that. That's, that's very respectful. But if someone were to say, you need to respect Ronaldo, I'm like, yeah, well, no. Maybe you just have a problem with people telling you <laughs> what you should and or think, should not do. And I think that's part I think of it. That's, I think that's mostly it. And I think that's part of it because... I guess the way the word respect in general was taught to me was very, like, commanding. was, like, respect this person, respect that person. And maybe it's a cultural thing where my culture, you respect, but but, but it doesn't, they don't explain as to why you should respect them other than, like, they're older than you. Well, then, if I become older and, and I'm a bad person, you still respect me? Like, that doesn't make sense, right? Well, it doesn't make sense to you. Well, that's why we're talking about this because mm-hmm. I'm curious as to if I'm the only one who's like far right on this one because – so I'll give you the ex- – I mean, there I can give you a million examples as to when who I – Who hurt you? Oh, <laughs> who hurt me? Nobody hurt me. But he, so and, – and I also want to talk about the 120. Well, let's get to that. I want to I wanna kind of like have some closure on this. Okay. This respect <laughs> issue. And because – I think it's really important because if we don't have a certain level of guidance towards respect, that's where the entitlement uh, comes in, where people think that they're owed something for doing next to nothing. But I think if you give respect to somebody who doesn't deserve it, they get that. I, I think I think you have a valid point. So, for example, However, we, we, we've had a, a CEO, you and I. Like, we've had two CEOs. One of them, I'm not going to mention names. One of them I respected. They were very, I mean, I just respect, it, just, it was just born. And the other one, honestly, 
I couldn't respect him. I stayed away mostly of fear. I was if he said hi, I said hi. But 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 it never got to their respect because they there was nothing about them for me to respect. So you didn't have anything to gain. It's not gain. I didn't have anything to gain from the other one either. But at least they went out of the way to where I noticed things about their values in life that I'm like, wow, like I admire that. I admire that you're here before me and leave after me. I can admire that. Well, so, okay. So you don't have respect for certain people based on just your opinions, perspectives. But the thing is, is there, that's why there's like levels of respect. So whoever is the CEO of a facility. I don't think there's certain levels of respect. Yes, of course there is. I don't think so. There has to be. Because just because the CEO you may not jive with because you're not the energy or whatever is happening or not happening, there still has to be that position filled for, in order for you to keep your job. I think I follow the expectations of my job, which allows me to keep my job. But if you don't have these people in places, then a lot of things just don't exist anymore. And that could affect you. So you have to respect that even though you don't connect well with someone you can still respect that that position is filled and they're doing whatever their best is. And so that makes it able for you to perform and and gain from your position. I mean, and that's why we're having this conversation to put it out there, right, into the universe. But I, I want to go back to what you say, different levels of respect. When you type in the definition of respect, there's nowhere in there that says, well, for level one, two, or three... Respect for for love, certain no, it's it's certain, it's just respect. So if we go by the definition itself of what respect is, I'm so glad I'm sitting so far away from you today. Right? Yes, you're driving me crazy. I know, I know, I know. Okay. But, but, but that was part of the conversation, and, and a lot of the times in in groups, words will come up: mm-hmm. anxiety, stress, love honesty, right? Different things. And people would say those things. Well, I sort of like him. Oh, sort of? Like, I kind of like you right now. Right. When I got here this morning, I actually really liked you. Right. Now but, but now you don't. <laughs> and it's okay to say, in this moment, I don't versus saying I kind of because the brain doesn't function that way. The brain can't just give you a little bit and not. The moment you decide to feel a certain way, here comes okay, the, the rush of emotions. Okay, now let's talk about... Okay, hold on. This is just going to transition to that 120. Okay? <laughs> okay? All right, all right. So this is where you're going to hopefully grasp the concept of different levels right. of respect. We'll see, we'll see. Based on how you're feeling, they're okay. feeling, what's the, what the environmental factors. So, okay. So listen. So 120, mm-hmm. we've, we've listened to a podcast of like a world-renowned uh, life mm-hmm. coach... Uh, speaker, whatever. Motivational speaker. Motivational speaker. And he talks about how much you're going to give to something that you're focused on, right? Well, he talks about most, like when you go to a job or when you ask somebody to do something, mm-hmm. the expectation is for you to do it 100%. Mm-hmm. Right? And then he's like, well, if you do 100%, you're doing what they're asking you to do. Which is not wrong. Which is not wrong either. But given the 120, then that's when you as a human being, right? Like you, you push yourself to be a better person overall. Right. So you're the overachiever. No, I'm not saying overachiever. I'm just saying like if somebody says, okay, the expectation is to have this desk clean. 
Somebody might say, okay, as long as there's nothing on this table, it's clean. I might be the person that grabs like, like Windex or something and sprays it to go the extra, the 120 hypothetically. Yeah, so that's over, overachieving. Yeah, that's not overachieving. Okay, so so we're talking about 120. So the expectation is 100. Yeah. Right? So some people are given 60, like 60, 40. They're giving 25. And that's a, that's a, that's a different level of, of performing, right? And it's, but it's not 100. Right. It's, just, it's not what people are asking you to do. So you can say, yeah, I sort of gave it, I gave it my 90%. Well, that 90% didn't make to 100. And therefore, you didn't get the job done. Okay. And I think that's one of the things I'm struggling at work with people because I'm like, like, just come in here and do what you're expected to do. And I think in their mind, I'm like, okay, maybe they're 90 or maybe the 100 is my 50, right? Right. Unless there is like X, Y, and Z. Like written down. I want. I when I heard the one twenty, I liked it. It's motivating. It is. Yes. To do better than what you got it. I always leave things better than how they handed them to you. Uh, that was my biggest thing. Every time I go to work, I try to do something different to make that table look better or to pick up the trash no one wants to pick up. Something different, and and nobody notices it. Like, I'm not doing it for, like, all right, everybody, see ya. Look, 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 I'm doing it. No. I'm doing it for myself. Because that is who I want to become. The 120 keeps me going. Okay. I like it. Right? I don't know. So, so then, if you can have a level of respect for a teacher that's not that great, but still offers an opportunity for you to acknowledge that there is room for improvement, then you still can respect the opportunity that you have because they, they give that to you. They give you that opportunity. So maybe they're not performing at 100. Okay. They're not performing at your, your perception mm-hmm. of 100. But they're still there, and so are you. And so you have the opportunity to learn from that, to make yourself to... to get to 120 in all areas of your life. I don't know if I'm picking up what you're putting out right now. What I'm I'm telling you that there can <laughs> be there like just like there's levels of of how you perform, mm-hmm. like how you clean a desk versus somebody else. They're 100 they're at 100%, you're at 120. So it's subjective. Well, it's like subjective, but it's your opinion. Right. And so, if my opinion is what matters when it comes to respect, if I do not admire a quality of somebody, then nobody should have to tell me, you need to respect that teacher regardless of who they are, what they do, if they're the worst teacher because, because they're there, because they got to that position. But you can appreciate that they are there and they, play, they, yes, they provide I, that, that I, environment. I, I, I appreciate, I mean, yes, the word appreciate, sure, I'll appreciate the hard work that people put in even though they don't get the job done. But that's just like respect, man. No, that's what I'm saying. But that's why we're focused on words because appreciation and respect are not the same thing. And if someone were to say, Mo, you need to appreciate these teachers for for trying their best, that sits well. 
But when somebody has told me you need to respect X, Y, and Z, I, I, I would get so angry. And so I was able to realize that, well, if I do admire what you do, then for some reason, I was able to respect that. Okay, so if you reflect back on your negative experience at school where a teacher sucked, right? Mm -hmm. If you reflect back on it, you can appreciate what they didn't do because now you do better. Oh, absolutely. So can you respect that? Looking back, yes. Okay. But in the moment, no. Because I had to put in, like, the work. So I had... And it can go for both, right? The hardest teachers in college, who I hated the most, who in that moment, hypothetically, I was like, no, like, they're sticklers. In that moment, if you were to say you need to respect them, I'd be like, you can't. I, I, I just can't. But if, it's, that's what I'm saying. It gets created from within. Nobody can tell me that. And a lot of times people force respect on other people, and I think that's where conflict gets created. Because what... Respect your elders. Right? Yeah, I agree with that. I don't, I don't what what is there to admire? Well, I guess it decides it, it just depends on who you who you pick. Right. But some of them you just can't. Right. But like my, my kids it, can't pick their mother. But in the in my culture, they would always say respect your elders. And I'm like, well, what if that guy was like a, a serial killer? <laughs> like I don't know anything about that person. You're asking me to respect them? I think with respect comes a different side of, like, well, respect, trust, like, I don't know, like, it just there's there's this something missing when people tell you to respect somebody without knowing them, and maybe that's what's causing my hesitation. Okay, so I think that you know, demanding respect for a serial killer is obscene. So no, why, no, would, no. why would we ever, ever say that? No, that's what I'm saying. Like when people would say, if I tell my son, you need to respect that person. For And I don't even know that person. Why would you even say that? So like, for example, when I was younger, one of the biggest things was you need to look at people when they talk to you. Respect them. Of course. Those are manners. They're manners. It's not respect, but if I, as a father, did not teach my son that prior to th this happening, whose fault is it? Well, I think it's your fault. It, it is my fault, but I can then demand my son. You are so stuck on this word. Right. Demand my son to respect this person without context. So this, kind of, this conversation came about because I feel like as though we're teaching the word respect wrong. And that's it? That's it. Simple as that. <laughs> well, I think that before we've talked about standards and there has to, there there has to be standards and sometimes using using words may not be the greatest idea, right? But I think that sometimes you just looked look into it too far. And maybe, and maybe. But I think more than not it creates a bigger impact when I do focus on words. But these are your not. thoughts. But these are your thoughts. So it might be. Yeah, but, it's, but, but, it's your it's your idea of using words, that word respect. If words were to be meant as subjective, then why put a definition to it? Well, because we have to be able to define things. 
and if we're going to define them, and I say, so for example, in, in Spanish, there's this word, te quiero. And if you translate that to, to English, is I, I lust you. Lust has a very like physical component to it. And in Spanish, why do you say lust? I thought it was want. No, te, well, I don't, it has a different meaning. That's what I'm saying. It has a different meaning. Te quiero is like halfway through loving you. Like when you're dating in the first few stages, yeah. you would say, oh, te quiero. And then when you actually fall in love, then you would say, I love you. But there's not a word that can translate completely to English to describe that. But it has to be defined at times. So that words, I guess, maybe because I speak two different languages, I'm, I have to define what they mean before I say something. I don't know. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> right? So I think that maybe when I talk about levels of respect, I'm like, okay, so there's like the like and the admiration and there's the appreciation, stuff like that. So maybe we're maybe we're talking about the same thing. In a different way. In a different way. Maybe. But I, I do think there has to be a standard for so that we can guide our kids and young adults, people it, that we're teaching in, in the right direction, Mo. And I, and like I agree. You, you can't go up to someone and say, oh, you never have to respect. No, no, I didn't say respect that. Respect is no, no. a huge word. If anybody ever tells you that, <laughs> flip on the bird. Like that, no, that, that definitely is the But I think the, the, the levels of that is, is based on your values. I know about, but this generation, you go up to someone and you tell them, yeah, you're right. Don't respect anyone. <laughs> Not till they earn it. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying, but I think also it plays a big factor in how you respect yourself. Like, think about it. Can you respect yourself when, when you go out and, and get drunk and, 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 and everything, right? No, if no. If it's a party, yeah. Well, maybe no. But, uh, but I think the times that I've been able to respect myself is when... I can see myself like like when I graduated college. <laughs> Holy moly, right? I didn't think I was going to graduate high school, let alone college. I think the same thing. And the admiration for myself was great that I was like, I respect that. I do. But I can see it. It, it was. It was. It was. It was. It's a process. It's not something that somebody can just say respect that without knowing. I think you have to. I think you're just too hell bent on this actual word. Well, that's the whole conversation of this. Uh, I mean, this, this thing. So yeah, but I don't think it's a great idea to go out and teach these young kids that are so lost in the world and are so entitled. Like we we deal with that every day. And tell them, yeah, you're right, and validate that. That's absolutely ridiculous and downright stupid. And, and, and I'm, I'm not trying. And you're taking it out of context. I'm not saying you should not respect anything. I think you should abide by law. That doesn't mean I respect it. I have to, like, if I'm sitting in, in the stoplight <laughs> at uh, a midnight and it's red, I don't freaking respect the system. I'm, there's no cars around me. The whole idea was so we don't crash into each other and I'm the only person out here. But I, I, abide, I have to abide by the law. But I don't really respect that. Why not? It keeps it, people safe. I'm, but it's 12 at night and there's no cars. I'm the only one, right? Like, I, I can't put that word there because it just doesn't fit. I don't know why you're fighting this so bad. I, I don't know. But, but it just came about and, you know, I just hit home because at least in my world... It allowed me to see respect in a different way. 
And I guess me bringing up to light is there might be somebody else in this world who the word respect means something different. But when I heard it in this context, I was able to respect a lot more things and people. When it was on your terms? When it was, when I went by like the definition of how in theory it's supposed to be used. When you actually have this deep admiration for something or somebody. Then I was able to be like, oh, okay, I can do that. So we kind of like do what we know, what we see, right? Mm-hmm. So I just want to talk a little bit about myself, just or give you a little story about why I value respect and the word a lot. So I, I'm a mom. I have five kids, um, and I've gone through my own hardships, and I've talked about it on the story. And my whole life, you know, I was, I grew up like respect your elders and um, um, be kind, uh, stuff like that. And I think it did really set the tone and purpose because it has gotten me out of some, you know, it's helped pulled me out of hardship at times because um, if I didn't hold those values of respect for other people just for who they are or what, what they, what they represent, then I think I would be a little bit more lost. And so, you know, I grew up respecting my elders. That's just what we did, right? Mm-hmm. We went to school. We, we did what we were told. And that was under the definition of respect. Like, you, you respected what people did for you and who they are and how they provided for you. So it was ingrained into my brain. Mm-hmm. And no, I didn't like it all the time, but kids don't like a lot of stuff. And I think just going through our brain development and our own little experiences, um, it just, that's just how it works. But so, okay. So I have these little kids and for a long time, like I was overwhelmed with just trying to be a mom of five kids, single mom. Um, and it was hard, but I had these, these things in my mind ingrained into my mind that I had to be good for them because I wanted to be respected. And if I respected my elders and I appreciated who they were, and I did, I looked up to them, then this would, this would give me the motivation to keep going. Because being a mom, I didn't want to do that at all. In fact, I didn't plan on having, let me go. Right. I didn't plan on having all these kids and God had different plans for me. And now I'm like, I'm overwhelmed with joy and, and I love being a mom. That's like my favorite thing to do. But going through, um, and, and my kids were with me and I went through a really hard time in my life where... I became a huge, um, subs- well, not substance abuse, but like I was a big alcoholic and my kids saw that too. And I also saw them seeing me like that and I could see how it changed them in the way they viewed me. And through it all, they still respected me as their mother, no matter how sick I was, how awful I was, how down we were, how much we lost, like they still respected that I was their mother. So they but didn't. I, but I think you're, you're trying to plug in that in that story, because if I look at it away from this conversation, I think you were, you would have plugged in in that conversation, the word love. No, because you, absolutely not. You wouldn't. I w- what would they be respecting about that situation? Because you do what you're told and you respect that your your mother is who she is and and that needs to that needs to be ingrained into kids' heads. 
And I think that's where we differ because to me is you will, I, I'd rather somebody, I don't want them to respect me for what I'm, I'm doing in the moment. I want them to love me. Yes. Because when you love, you're, you're loving them within their flaws. So I, I don't want to bring love. I don't want to bring that emotion, that emotion into it. I just want to bring, like, I'm just trying to talk about, even though they might not have liked me or liked what I was doing and they were scared and fearful, they still respected that I was their mother and they would, you know, they, they were, they were there, you know, they're in it mm -hmm. just kind of like when you get married. Right. So there's sickness, health, rich or poor. You respect that that is your person and through whatever, like you, you just, because you, you committed of, to that. Because yes, yes. I think that, I mean, those are different things. So <clears throat> to finish this part, I, you know, I had a lot of respect for people that were above me or, or around me that did help me get out of the situation that I was in. Cause I, I really truly probably couldn't have done it on my own. And, and I respect that, but coming forward, you know, five past five years, um, I, I am able to have conversations with my adult children and my younger children about how they were feeling and what was going on during those times. And because I do teach my kids that they do need to respect people for, for what they can offer or who they are, stuff like that. My kids have told me, yeah, you made some mistakes, but you're our mother and that's it. And now my kids, my daughter actually, not too long ago, uh, it was probably in the last year, she did tell me she, her and her sister were having conflict and the, the younger sister clearly wasn't liking me at the time. <laughs> and my daughter said, you respect your mother. You do not talk to her like that. And I'll tell you right now, there's nothing more I want in the world than to be just like her. So my perception and my opinion of, of respect is different than yours, probably because of my own experiences. But I think if we don't have some sort, sort of strong word or um, like powerful influence into our children right now, that these words get to be loose in some sort. And, and I don't like that. And, and I think what I'm hearing from you is that you have placed respect as a core value. And, and that's fine. Like, I'm not saying, I'm not agreeing with that component because your core values, you're supposed to teach your kids through that lens, right? So if you put respect, everything about what you view, view it through that lens. Absolutely. I do agree with what you're saying. I do. Because you've chosen to put that core value, right? Core values as, as, a, as, a, as a human being, as ingrained in your kids. But away from that, all I'm saying is the word respect, if I don't think you said in the moment when you were going through your, your troubles, I don't think you might have said, hey, respect me because I'm your mother. Oh, I absolutely did. I 100% did. And, yes. And, and I think that's where we, we differ because I it's, it's hard for someone to force somebody to be respectful for without deep admiration and, and for what the definition itself of what the word is. I don't think it's a forceful thing. I think it's just an expectation or a standard that 
is really important. And that, and that's the thing, Mo, like talking about this 120, like, okay, so maybe at some point in my life, I was performing at 120 for being a mom because I felt obligated to. Okay. And then things got really bad. And, and then I started giving a hundred and I got lower, lower. And I was like, you know what? This sucks. I'm out. So now I'm performing at 40. Right. I'm like, well, my kids have a home to live in. Are we going to pay the light bill? We'll see. You know, so like I'm not performing, but, but because I do have a core value and I think it really is important. Mm -hmm. My core value of of respect is always at 120. And then that's fine. And you can falter. And that's where I'm talking about like levels and Mm -hmm. stuff. Like you can, you can have failures and, and, and you know what? Uh, Eric Thomas does talk about that. He's like, you, you're going to fall. You're going to fail. No successful people have, have gotten to where they are because they didn't fail at least once, twice, whatever, Absolutely. however many times. Yeah. But because uh, my core value or one of the things is that powerful word, like I do think it's that important that I'm always perform like I always have respected 120%. So whatever happens outside of, you know, like my life or in my life or around my life, like I go up and down with, with different different things that I give 80, 100, but respect, I'm always at 120. And, and I think and it's I'm important. And I'm not disagreeing with you. And I think you've taken yeah, you this are. very personal. I am. I'm fired up. And, and it's, and it's, and it's, you know, and uh, I think that's kind of, I didn't, I didn't know, I was, I'm going to say I didn't expect this, but the word respect obviously means a lot. You you just proved it. Well, oh, I, how much right. it means. So, so right. So that's what I'm saying. Like there, it's it's all based on perspective. But if we keep if we continue to like let people just like lo- use these terms loosely, and I think nobody you, and, has direction. Mel. No, I, I understand. But you going outside of the definition of what it's supposed to be using it for makes it more loosely. I'm not. And and that's and, okay. And and just just to say like. Your core value, and I think now I understand better why you're so passionate about it, because this is your probably your number one core value. It's not mine, right? And it might be some other people's, but now I understand why there was this conflict about this word, because that is your number one core value. That's what you stand for. And in theory, this is how you should respond when somebody's trying to go and teach you something different. Okay, so... I think what I gathered here is people have different opinions on or a perspective of how they view words. And that's okay. Yes. But I still want, I still want people to understand that we can't just use words loosely. loosely. Absolutely. And However we use our words, I think it's important. I might be trying to say the same thing just in a different way than you are. Because obviously the word respect does mean a lot. And I guess by a lot of people throwing it out to tell you to be respectful in my own head is using it loosely. Because when it does matter... Like in your own story with your kids, that's when it matters. That's when hypothetically, it, yes, it should be used there in that in that in that in that sense, because that should have respect. 
But when I don't know nothing about the other person and it's demanded to be respected, it's hard. But it is not hard to have respect for my mother who's struggling. Absolutely. I agree with that. Because there is the connection. There's the knowing. And the one thing that I was just talking about was how can you force somebody to be respectful without the connection? Well, I don't think that you can force anyone to really do anything. But at zero to seven, we don't know what we don't know. And when that word was plugged in, it did cause issues as, as an adult, I would say. Because then I was kind of like, well, who do I respect? It got, it got confusing, I guess. And now because of something that happened in my life, I do value that word a lot more than I did before. And through your story, I would say I would be respectful of you too because I've seen my mom struggle and I respect her. But that's not how it was taught to me younger. It was taught, respect that guy. I looked him in the eyes. I'm like, it gets confusing. Yeah. Well, just to wrap this up, I think maybe it's just important how we are teaching each other on these kinds of things. Yeah. Because we might grow up and really appreciate them, or you might grow up being really confused and not really sure why we had to do things with a certain way. Yeah. Not sure where this is going to go. But I, I do want to say that the conversations between Amy and I a lot of times ended this way. <laughs> and at the end of the day, this is raw. Like we do this very raw. And sometimes perhaps we don't say the right things or, or agree on certain things. But, but we're here and, and we want to allow the podcast to do what it's supposed to do. Yeah. So if you have any of your own opinions on our topic today, please <laughs> find us on NotEveryoneGetsATrophy.com. You can comment on our Facebook. Um, you can find us at Not at Everyone, Not Everyone Gets a Trophy. You say Instagram already? Oh, no. And you can get us on Instagram as well. <laughs> and like we always say, we'd love to hear your story. We'd love to hear your side. Uh, just to come and sit in the studio with us would be great. So find us, call us, comment. All pull those pull us aside, have conversations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I do respect Amy. I do respect you. Yeah. I also respect Mo. I also like having these debates with Mo. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and this is what makes us better people sometimes to to have these conversations. And it's okay to have hard conversations. Yep. So. Well. Have a good week, and we can't wait for you to tune in next week. All right. Adios. Thank you for listening to this episode of Not Everyone Gets a Trophy, hosted by Amy and Mo. This episode has been brought to you by SB Studios, Boise's number one podcast producer.